You're listening to the voice of the future, fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, DNC. Yes, you did, Biden. Hey, everyone. My name is GOP Josh. This is a conservative crusader. Thank you for tuning in today. Hello and welcome. I didn't say that. Feels wrong. Hello and welcome. And last night, I I watched the 2000 Mules Dinesh D'Souza documentary, and I'm going to do what I can to not spoil it, but if you haven't seen it, pause the podcast right now and go and watch it. I'm not kidding. It's a great film. You have to watch it. It, it, I mean, it it awoke me more than I already was, and and you knew that I, I, I know the truth about election fraud. I have, but you also know that there were some things that went down that the public didn't know about, that the majority of people didn't know about. So I kind of want to go through this without giving away all of the information because I want you to watch the movie. I'm not being paid to say this, um, but I, I do know that I I watched it, the entire hour and a half long thing, and I wish I could see the director's cut because I feel like it was probably four hours long. And the way everything adds up isn't a coincidence. It couldn't be a coincidence. Everything adding up the way it did. Just enough to, to flip the scales for President Trump. Just enough. The insurrection that, that the Democratic Party likes to talk about a lot didn't happen on, on January 6th. The insurrection happened during the period where drop boxes were on every corner you turned. Without revealing too much information, the 2,000 mules number, I want to explain the title a little bit. The 2,000 mules are the 2,000 mules who visited 10 drop boxes, 10 unique drop boxes, and five different organizations, nonprofits, to pick up ballots. That, that's what these, the true the vote people are saying. And they use geo-tracking information to find that information. Uh, your phone right now, you're listening to this on pings every couple seconds, sends data to apps. Apps can sell that data. And they wanted a test to make sure this was good data, right? Like this worked, right? So they found a, a murder case of an eight-year-old girl around the same area. And they geo-tracked who was in the area at the time and who could have been accused and, and found guilty of the murder. And, and he, they submitted that information to the police department and they arrested two people in, in connection. So this is not a an untrustworthy data source. The data they're using is not untrustworthy data. It's been used for other crimes in the past. But there were, I, I don't want to give everything away. This is so hard to talk about without giving, getting everything away giving everything away. You have to watch the movie. I'm not even being paid to say this. Dinesh D'Souza, if you're listening to this, please pay me to say this. <laughs> but this movie was, was so great and it was so, so frustrating 
that there was so much fraud going on and there was nothing we could do about it. Our country was taken away from us overnight and there was nothing we could do about it. Some of the names of people who voted were in in facilities where they couldn't stay awake for more than a few minutes. They weren't able to vote. They, they weren't capable of voting. Mentally. But they, they, they still casted their, their ballot. Mark Harris was a Republican running for representative in, in 2018 in North Carolina. And he got, a, he, he got indicted or, or charged for frauding an election the same way. Collecting ballots and submitting them and turning them in as, as absentee ballots. So I'm, I'm trying to, to, to go into this without going into too much detail. But there are some drop boxes because what, what this group did, and I, I, this isn't really spoiling, it's, it's pretty much public information, is the Freedom of Information Act, the Open Inf- Information Act, says that you have to be able to find security footage and information about voting and, and ballots. Well, Fulton County, Georgia, had no security footage. Just couldn't find any, and they can't tell you why. That's enough fraud in itself. In a big, a big, um, what's the word? A big difference between voter fraud and and voter harvesting, which is what people do when they go collect ballots for their family members and turn them in. That's legal, and that's for their own family members. These people are going to drop boxes tens of hundreds of times, taking photos of the ballots going in, wearing gloves. And they just happen to do, to do that enough to, to, to in, in the swing states, in the swing counties, to change the election results in one way or the other. There are more than a thousand people in Philadelphia that fit these criteria. Arguably the state that lost President Trump the election. So I, I kind of want to move on from this, but it's, it's so hard to. When the true insurrection happened on January 6th, or not January 6th, I'm sorry, when, when the true insurrection, I was reading my notes and I didn't write it very clear, just, just to keep me on track. The true insurrection didn't happen on January 6th, and that's why they keep saying that, oh, the insurrection happened. This needs to be heard loud and clear. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. When someone tells you they have created the most extensive voter fraud initiative in American politics history, believe them. Take them at their word and investigate it the way you should. I'm going to do a little bit of a call to act, a little bit of a call to action, which I haven't done before. Go go to Google right now or DuckDuckGo and search your state and then the name Secretary of State. So Ohio Secretary of State. It'll pop up their website, most likely their office, and then you'll see a phone number. I want you to, you don't have to, but I, a good thing to do would be call your Secretary of State's office, and ask them, have you seen 
2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Offer to send it to them. Buy a DVD and send it to the office. But every single American needs to see this movie and see what's inside of this movie and and see what would actually happen. Had this been released before January 6th, somehow they just started compiling this data, but, but had it been released, our election wouldn't have been successfully stolen and President Trump would still be in office. I mean, they hijacked it that bad. They, they put enough ballots in to change the election results that bad. And I mean, there was a chance there were Republican ballots, right? But you're telling me the bluest... The the bluest counties and swing states are are all of a sudden harvesting Republican votes. Why did Republicans down ballot do a great job in the elections, do a great job in in the general besides President Trump? And why did the same thing happen in, in, in the January runoffs in Georgia? Please, I, I'm not getting paid to do this. If I was, I'd have a promo code and everything. This is not an advertisement. I'm telling you as a concerned citizen to another concerned citizen, please watch 2,000 Mules. I, I wish I was being paid to say this because I, I, I'm so passionate about this thing. I, I'd love to be. But 2,000 Mules is the most important movie. Documentary is a, a more proper term of my lifetime. And I have a lot more notes here uh, that, that I could go into, almost a page and a half worth of notes that I could go into about this movie. And maybe if he releases it for free eventually, uh, Dinesh, I'm, I, am, I might do that just because it wouldn't be a spoiler at that point. But this is the problem. This is what President Trump was talking about. He wasn't talking about the, the, oh, uh, the, the occasional uh, non-widespread voter fraud. That's not what he was talking about. He was talking about that. It was talking about what this movie exposes. And you need to pay attention. And you need to open your eyes and you need to open other people's eyes. This is what happened. This is what happened during the the 2020 election, during these runoff elections. And no matter how often they fact check it, you really can't fact check this movie. They tried. They tried. A lot of them have tried, actually. We might go into that in the second segment. I didn't actually prepare anything because I was expecting to talk about the movie for, for 30 minutes, but I didn't want to spoil it. You know, this movie, he worked hard on it with plenty of partners, with plenty of um, editors, team members. I don't want to spoil the whole thing. I mean, he, it was a great job. That needs to be in every theater across America, seen by every eyes, every pair of eyes in America. Yeah, that, that's what we'll do in the second segment. We'll, we will go into the, the. oh, I have to put in an email address to see the fact check. I guess I'll sacrifice myself to the Denver Post for your entertainment. But, but we're going to go into that to talk about the the drop boxes and the associate and the, uh, the, the, the fraud and the how this wasn't actually true. The one thing that my problem with the movie is that they have some, some theatric elements that look like someone's putting a drop a ballot on the drop box, but it's too high quality and it's not actually security camera footage. I wish that wasn't used. And they just used actual footage of people putting the ballots in the drop box. 
or at least they, they told people that it wasn't the real footage because there was a, a photo from inside the Dropbox, and it was it was some weird shots, but it was a great movie nonetheless. It wasn't too distracting, that wasn't really, but but it was great. And you need to watch it, you need to see it. Dinesh D'Souza did a great job. Thank you, Dinesh, for, for making this movie, if you're listening to this. But please, please watch it. SalemNow.com. I, I'm, I'm shilling for Salem. I'm shilling for the Salem Media Group right now. <laughs> but go to SalemNow.com. Go to Locals.com and watch this movie. It's the most important movie of my generation. Because if our elections aren't secure, and I know I'm just, I, I'm repeating myself over and over again, but it's true. If our elections are being fraudula- fraudulated that badly, then we have no we, we have no election security. We have no country. We have no democracy. We have no republic. When we when we return, the Denver Post and the Associated Press tries to fact check two thousand mules. We'll go into that because that's not really spoilers. I mean, if you're listening this far, you 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 are open to spoilers. And the Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot issues an LGBTQ plus call to arms over the Supreme Court leak. Imagine if Trump said that. My name is UP Josh. And we'll be right back after this here on the Conservative Crusader. Follow me on all social media. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. This is the Conservative Crusader. I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits and their ultra-mega agenda. The ultra MAGA agenda. I'm going to play that every day. I love being called ultra MAGA. It's great. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. So we're going to fact check. We're going to read through this this Associated Press fact check of, of 2,000 mules. Claim at least 2,000 mules were paid to illegally collect ballots and deliver them to drop boxes in key swing states ahead of the 2020 election. The facts. True the vote didn't prove this. This finding is based on false assumptions about the precision of cell phone tracking data and the reasons that someone might drop off multiple ballots, according to experts. According to the experts. Okay, I'm hopping right in. Not even a minute into the second segment, and I'm going at them. The experts are the people who wanted Trump out of office. The experts are the people who paid these people to do this. Who were they sourcing? Stacey Abrams? Ballot harvesting is 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 a term for dropping off completed ballots for people besides yourself. Practices legal in several states. They didn't say in the movie. Okay, I I need to stop right now. Right now. Just a, just a forewarning, spoiler alert from here on out. Watch the movie. Either way, watch the movie. Uh, ballot harvesting is a term for dropping off completed ballots. Uh, like it said, is legal in the states true the vote focused on with exceptions for family, household members, and people with disabilities. That's not what they were talking about. True the Vote said it found some 2,000 ballot harvesters by purchasing $2 billion worth of anonymized cell phone geolocation data. Uh, the pings that track a person's location based on app activity in various swing states across five, swing counties across five states. Then by drawing a virtual boundary around a county's ballot drop boxes and various unnamed nonprofits that identified cell phones that repeatedly went near both ahead of the 2020 election. If a cell phone went near a Dropbox more than 10 times and a nonprofit more than five times from October 1st to Election Day, the truth of the vote assumed it was a mule. And it named for some 
It's named for some engaged in illegal ballot collection schemes in cahoots with a nonprofit. Uh, they they say the they have one identified whistleblower who is claimed to be from San Luis, Arizona, who said she saw people pick saw people picking up what she assumed was payment for ballot collection. This film contains no evidence of such payments in other states in 2020. Uh, you could use cellular evidence to say that this person was in that area, but it's a lot to say. But to say they were at a ballot box, you're stretching it a lot. A professor of community science and engineering at the University of Notre Dame, Aaron Striegel, said, "There's always a pretty healthy amount of uncertainty that comes with this. These people didn't watch the movie. These people didn't watch a documentary. These people didn't listen to what the owners of the of the footage of the information said. It wasn't just being within a proximity of a ballot drop box. It was being at the drop box." They even said in the movie, some of these drop boxes required you to get off the freeway, get off onto side streets that you wouldn't be going on otherwise, to go to 10 different boxes. They didn't just say, well, you were within 600 feet of a drop box. You were in a mile and a half of a drop box. So we're including you as a mule. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Ballot drop boxes are often intentionally placed in busy, busy areas such as Campuses, libraries, government buildings, and apartment complexes. But going to ten of them and then happening, ha- and then just going to ten or five nonprofits as well—just the odds of that, right? Uh, filtered out people whose pattern of life before the election season included frequently frequenting nonprofit and Dropbox locations. Right there, and it says, "Well, it doesn't—it doesn't cycle out election workers. Election workers go to one place." Or multiple places across a different day. This is in the same day. Cab drivers who daily paths don't follow a pattern. Yada, yada, yada. In Philadelphia, alone, True the Vote identified 1,155 mules who illegally collected and dropped off ballots for money. No, they didn't. The group hasn't offered any evidence of any sort of paid ballot harvesting scheme in Philadelphia. You have no evidence otherwise. There is no evidence otherwise. In the evidence that they they put forth in this movie, in this documentary, it is enough. Period. Uh, Phyllis, Phyllis, Phil, Pennsylvania, I'm so sorry, I cannot read today. State Sheriff, or State Senator Sheriff Street, who was there for the group's testimony in March, told the AP he was confident he was counted as several groups. He was counted as several of the group's uh, 1,200 anonymized mules even though he didn't deposit anything in a Dropbox during that period. Okay, I want to see them. I want to see them, um, their, okay, here it is. Some of the mules true the vote identified in Georgia were also delocated at violent Antifa riots in Atlanta. Setting aside the fact that the film doesn't prove these individuals were collecting ballots at all, it also can't prove their political affiliations. Who else is at an Antifa protest? A pro-Trump Republican Conservative patriot? No. There is no evidence needed. Okay. So the rest of this article spoils the movie, and I, I don't want to go into to spoiling it. This, I, I, I'm just, I'm furious. That something is as truthful as 2,000 Mules came out, Right? It was published, it was released in in theaters all across the nation. 
And people are still strawmanning what it says to, to fit their narrative. I don't know. I don't know what to say. There, there's so much that went wrong in 2020. There's, there's so much evidence, so much documentation, so much video footage, so much geo-tracking. That there is, there is, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal how people can see that and still ignore it to fit their own narrative. I, I, I just, ah, mm, I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a radio host right now and I'm speechless because it's so infuriating. It truly is. That there's nothing we can do about these people who don't want to see the light. They don't want to see out of their own way of thinking. Even though it's so, so, so blatantly obvious if you just open your eyes and look at the information in front of you. President Trump should have won the 2020 election. He did win the 2020 election. But we're going to move on because we we have probably enough time for this article. Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot issues LGBTQ call to arms over Supreme Court leak. Uh, Let's hop right in here. Echoing the leftist fear-mongering, Lightwood charged that the Supreme Court would soon be targeting LGBTQ rights if it it has its way with ending Roe. To my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. Why am I mimicking Trump when I'm saying this? I'm, I'm trying to mimic Lori Lightfoot. I've never heard her speak, actually. You will not surrender our rights without a fight. A fight to victory. Prior to her call to arms, a Lightfoot declared she and the woman leaders of Chicago will collectively stand for reproductive freedom. I don't think Lori, Light, Lori Lightfoot has anything to worry about. The left has been working over time to spread fear in the wake of the leaked decision. When you read Justice Alito's opinion, what he focuses on is history. And he says we don't have to protect our access to abortion because historically we haven't had that access. Boy, that ought to make your gay friends nervous because we have don't have a long history of protecting equal marriage. Warren said on The View, Elizabeth Warren. We don't have a long history of protecting interracial marriage. We don't have a long history of protecting access to, access to contraception. They are so great grasping for straws at, at this opinion leak. <sighs> My goodness. I just... If Trump would have said the same thing Lori Lightfoot said on January 6th, he, he would be in prison right now. We will not surrender our rights without a fight. A fight to victory. Her call to arms. This moment has to be a call to arms. Use the word Fight. How is that not inciting an insurrection? How is that not inciting violent protesters to breach the Supreme Court and and tear it down? Why is that not an insurrection? That's not an insurrection, but that's what what President Trump saying peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol. That is an insurrection. That's just because... Our ultra-MAGA agenda. I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits. 
and their ultra MAGA agenda. Our ultra MAGA agenda, but we're going to end this the show the same way we started it with with Biden's own words, telling you one more time this this whole whole day, this whole show sounds like just a, a shill for this this movie, but it's not. I mean, I'm not being paid. But go watch 2,000 Mules. Listen to what they say. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's crucially important. I'm not even kidding. It, it's crucially important if we want any sort of election integrity, if we want a country before it's still by 2024, if we want a country that's not stolen by elections in 2024. And I could go off the deep end and talk about how COVID was, was used for these drop boxes because it's the only way they could win. But I'm not going to right now. That that's a, that's something for another day. But I am going to play this clip, then we're going to sign it off here on the Conservative Crusader play clip. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. The most extensive voter fraud initiative in the history of American politics. He said it himself. When someone tells you who they are. Believe them. Believe them. My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. If you aren't already, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at GOPJosh20 on both of those. Uh, there is also my Gab, Getter, Telegram, Parlor at GOP Josh, Truth Social at GOP Josh, uh, t.me slash GOP Josh for my Telegram, and as always, GOPJosh.com. Get in contact with the show, Josh at GOPJosh.com through your email box or go to anchor.fm slash the Conservative Crusader and click the message button. This has been a Red Future Radio production. My name is GOP Josh, and thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of The Conservative Crusader. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. 